Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us for the 10th episode of Ulcerative Colitis and my G-Poach journey, where we talk about ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, bowel cancer, ostomies, and J-Poaches. I am your host, Suzanne LaFleur, and I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis when I was 23 years old. At the age of 33, I went through the required surgeries to have my entire colon removed and have a J-Pouch formed. For those of you who have been following us from the beginning, thank you. For those of you who are joining us for the first time today, please help us to continue the conversation by hitting that subscribe button and sharing us on your social media. Let's highlight the conversations about gastrointestinal diseases and to support one another through our seldom talked about journeys. Good afternoon, everyone. I am sitting in my vehicle doing this podcast for all of you, mainly because I was just in with my RMT for a massage, and she is the third person in the last two days who has told me that she thinks my podcast is great and that she knows somebody in her life who has been positively impacted by my choice to be vocal about Crohn's and colitis. She has had a young person in her life recently be diagnosed and she pointed her towards my podcast in order to make her feel like she isn't the only person in the world going through this. So here I am sitting in my car feeling uber relaxed You might be hearing vehicles go by. I'm assuming I didn't figure this road would be quite so busy, but it's got a beautiful view of the lake here in Kelowna where I live. So I thought I would just stop while I have the thought in my head to pop back on. Now, I will tell you the reason why I have been AWOL for about a month. I've had a few things happen in my personal life. That have needed my attention. So as you know, with an autoimmune disease and with chronic illness, it is very important to take those mentally and physically stressful times in your life and take care of yourself a little bit extra. I was finding that my body and my mind were super exhausted uh, from the situations that were going on in my life. And I also had a ferritin level of 11, which if any of you out there deal with uh, low ferritin levels, you can understand the brain fog that happens when your ferritin levels get that low. So now I have had the monoferric infusion that I need to start clearing that up a bit. And my life has settled in personal ways as well. So here I am again to discuss taking care of yourself in those moments. Everybody who is anybody should be able to judge for themselves whether they are capable of giving when there is really not a whole lot left to give. People without chronic illness, your regular people out there who are healthy half days or weeks or months where being overwhelmed seems to be the way things are and taking care of ourselves is very important. So this week I've started going back to massage 
I've been getting out for more walks. I've been soaking up the sunshine whenever necessary, and I've been taking the, in the scenery around my beautiful city. I've been socializing with my friends a little bit more and taking those precious moments where I do have more energy to connect with the people that I care about and who care about me. The other thing that I would like to touch on today is that I have had colitis since I was 23. So this year, that would be 28 years ago I was diagnosed. And I have had my J pouch for 17 years. That's a long time to have an autoimmune disease and a chronic illness. However, what I'd like to talk about is making sure that we do not stop trialing things that will make our lives better. In the last couple of weeks, I've realized that my J-Pouch has been causing me to socially seclude myself a little bit and has been causing this inner dialogue that isn't really working for me when it comes to following my passions and doing the things that I'd like to do in my life. I've had friends ask me to go off-roading or on wine tours or on day trips. My kids, when I was in Mexico, asked me if I would want to go on a camel ride. And the first thought that pops into my head is, oh my goodness, I'm going to be bouncing around on a camel for four hours. How am I going to make sure that my J-Pouch doesn't cause me any issues while I'm gone? The way I've managed this in the past is to hydrate myself like crazy the day before and the morning of and just stop eating at dinner time the night before so I know my J-Pouch is empty and I don't have to panic the entire time I'm out on the excursion. However, we all know how difficult that is to catch up on the hydration, catch up on the nutrition and how much our J-Pouches hate to be completely empty and then barraged with food. So these things have come about in my life in the last few months that I have declined. And I look back now and I'm like, it's really crappy that in those moments I felt that I had to decline the invitation to do things that I would have loved to do. And that you know, I could, for lack of better words, cross off my bucket list. So recently, I asked my gastroenterologist, how on earth do I get on top of the constant trips to the washroom? Because even on a good day, if I'm getting proper nutrition, and I'm making sure that I eat and drink, I am in the bathroom anywhere from eight to 15 times a day averaging 12 to 13 on a good day. So he suggested that I go on Boscapan. So Boscapan is a medication that they give you via injection when you're getting an MRI of your GI tract because it just sedates everything. It essentially puts your GI tract to sleep. So his take on this was that if I take Boscapan that my J-pouch will stop spasming 
it'll be a little less active and maybe I can get out and do those things that I was hoping I could do. So I tried it. Another reason why podcasts haven't really been on the top of my list in the last couple of weeks is Buscapan was great. I was in the bathroom far less. My Jeep pouch was very quiet. I felt like I was absorbing more. Uh, my stools were a little bit uh, less watery and that was all wonderful. However, he prescribed three pills a day and I only managed to take one up until two days ago, one buscapan a day. I started taking it in the morning for the first couple of days and both afternoons I was passed out on the couch by noon and slept for three hours and I'm not a napper. So I decided I would start taking the buscapan in the evening. So if it's going to knock me out, it'll knock me out in the evening and I'll get a good night's sleep. Jay Pouch will be quiet during the night and I'll have a ton of energy the next day. Well, that didn't happen either. It was impossible for me to get out of bed. I'm not sure if that has to do with my ferritin still sorting itself out or the buscapan on top of the ferritin or what have you. However... I have been a complete zombie for the last two weeks. Uh, the night before last night, I decided enough is enough. I've had enough of this and I stopped taking the buscapan. So, of course, my J-pouch is a little less than happy. I depend on my RMT store to let me run in quickly because I wasn't going to make it waiting in my car. Um, however... I do feel like I have motivation. I do feel like I am able to see straight. I do feel like the clouds have lifted and I feel more myself. Am I regretful for trying the Basque Pan? Absolutely not. I'm not regretful of that. I know that if I have to, say, fly somewhere on a long flight or if I have an important something to go to where it doesn't matter if I'm a little loopy in the head. There's always that option of taking it the day that I need it. However, I've learned that it's not something that I can take every single day and be a productive and happy human being. So I guess the basis of this podcast today is to say I'm back. I'm feeling great. If I ever fall off the map again, please just realize that it's because I'm taking care of myself and I think that that's okay. I don't think that anybody in this world has to explain to anybody why they are taking time for themselves and why they are putting their health and themselves at the forefront for a while. So thank you for hanging in there. Thank you for continuing to share my podcast. Thank you to those three people in the last week for reminding me that what I'm doing here is necessary and is appreciated and has been passed around to the people who need it when they need it the most. To my RMT's friend who has been struggling with a new diagnosis, this one is for you. Take care, everyone, and I will see you again. Thank <laughs> you.